usually I've got to put something on one to drive home, but two, it's just like, I don't like sitting in, in soaked socks and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I don't sweat very much, Stephen, so I don't, <laughs> I don't have this problem. Yeah. Uh, Jeff is what we call a sweater. I'm a free... I give out sweat for free. You are free range roaming sweater. So much. You are free to sweat. Hi, this is Kim Endo, and I'm a big ass runner from Carrollton, Texas. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trial runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, Jeff Harrell. Well, thank you, Kim. Kim is awesome. She is a great runner. She's a trail running coach as well. Looking for a coach. Kim is a great option. And she's just a great person as well. Thank you for that intro, Kim. As she said, my name is Jeff Harrell. This is the Big Ass Runner Trail Running Podcast, episode number 176. Great show for you today. Does that sound familiar? I truly believe it. Today we have. One of our favorite segments that we have not done in quite a while, Stephen's New Ass Stuff. If you're like, hey, El Jefe, what is that? Never heard of it. First of all, go back and listen to all the other Stephen's New Ass Stuff segments. But Stephen has a penchant for finding really cool stuff, trail running gear, items, and he does all this really hard research, tries it out all the stuff and brings it to us as a service to the big ass runner herd. You're going to enjoy this. He's got a bunch of stuff this time, bunch of items and I'm on board with all of them. Really good stuff. You're going to enjoy that. If you're looking for something that fits a specific trail running need, this will be the segment for you. That's segment number one and segment number two, we've been telling some scary stories now that we are in the month of October and the one that we're going to bring you is from way back in episode number 13 of The Big Ass Runner. This is a true story that happened to Stephen and I, and it was scary, creepy, fill in the blank. It was all those things. You will enjoy that. That's segment number two. But first, I have no but first because we're going to jump right into this episode. That's how much great content Stephen is going to bring us in segment number one. Let's get going on episode number 176 of The Big Ass Runner. Well, one of the favorite segments of the Big Ass Runner Herd is Steven's New Ass Stuff. You know, we also have Marcy's Cheap Ass Stuff, which is very popular as well, but not as popular as Steven's New Ass Stuff. So here in the studio, in the Big Ass Runner studio, live and in person, welcome Steven Pritt. Thanks for having me back, Jeff. This is exciting. I've, I've been thinking about this for a while, so thanks for inviting me back. And I think I've got a nicely Ooh. artesian, curated, curated. non-HGMO, uh, LMNOP, <laughs> uh, really handcrafted list of selected new-ass stuff that every trail owner needs to know about. I'm not sure what you just said, but I agree. It's going to be fantastic. You know, Holidays are coming up. That's true. It's the gift-giving season. Very much gift-giving. Or at least we're getting close. Right. It's always, in my opinion, the gift-giving season because i that's one of my love languages. But yeah. for a lot of people, holidays are coming near. It's always good to get ideas. And if you're new to the show and have not heard a Stephen's New S stuff, Stephen has a gift for finding just cool items. Yeah. Cool items. You have a very sophisticated... Palette. Is the palette the right word? Yeah, absolutely. You don't, you don't oh. eat these things. Well, no, but the, the palette, Jeff, like the <laughs> the the understanding of yes. it, yeah, is is really what it is. And all the things you said before about curated and artesian, it's all true. It's, it's all, all true. true. Right. 
And I think today you ha- you said you have five plus a bonus. I do. I, I have five five things uh, to, to share with you on this. So. You have a bonus to a sixth thing too, right? Um, or maybe it's just five. I can't count very well. We'll find out. I do. We'll find- I do. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, you have you're five right. plus a bonus. Five plus a bonus. And the bonus is probably my favorite one. Yeah? Yeah, because I got to experience it. We'll talk about that here in a bit. Okay. Yes. Five items you should know about. And by the way, we are not affiliated with any of these. Nope. We make not a cent. We should. If you want to sponsor us, <laughs> please let me know. Jeff at Big S Runner. Right. But we do not. We have no affiliation other than the fact that Stephen likes these items. Yeah. So you've heard of Farm to Table. This is Amazon to your home. There I, you go. I specialize in helping you spend your money. And, and that's really the service that I that I bring to this. But here's the thing. You have tried so many. Of the six items, Yes, there are hundreds that didn't make the list. That's true. That's so true. So you're really spending your money right. so that the big-ass runner doesn't have to. Yeah. They can focus their funds on these five plus a bonus That's right. Things. Right. I'm virtually a nonprofit honestly the, the, the amount of good that I do yes yeah meaning not for profit is I'm losing money <laughs> true definitely no profit happening yeah okay so Jeff what I've done is these are things that that um, you know since I've been on I've, I've bought or tried um, so these aren't just things that I was scouring around on the internet for like oh that looks nice so I've actually used them and the good thing Jeff is this is that I have price points so what? these things range from a couple price points couple bucks to to I think the highest priced one is 99 yeah a hundred yeah hundred some right around there so we'll get going and and we'll get started and what I'll try to do is explain like why I got it and that kind of stuff so the first one Jeff this might sound a little bit weird is like a a little bit of like a lure tackle box but it's really tiny so if any of you guys go fishing and you have these like little tiny like tackle box that keeps all your flies and that kind of stuff in it this is like a smaller version of that and what I found is that I put into their Advil. Whoa. So I don't know about you. Sometimes in trail races, either before or after, I, I'll either take Advil or sometimes I'll, I'll need a Benadryl if it's like really like allergy season, that kind of stuff. But what I was doing, Jeff, is I was, I was putting them in these tiny snack Ziploc bags and it's just not a good look in general, right? You're at a, you're at a race. You're pulled over by the, 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 the police. The police. Yeah. Explain yourself, Mr. Print. Yeah. And and the popo's like, why do you got a, an unmarked bag? Ziploc full of pills. <laughs> full of pills, you know, kind of thing. And, and again, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I usually will take like an Advil or I, I take this kind of like a leave where it's got a little bit of Advil, a little bit of ibuprofen and Tylenol kind of mixture to it. But it just was getting lost. So this is like a little tackle box where you can actually just put your pills in there. And that way you you flip open a tab. I'm, I'm not doing justice to describe it. And you you just basically put your pills in there. And then I just throw them in, in my container. And now I always have pills. So if I need an Advil, if I need a Benadryl, if I need an Aleve or whatever, they're in this little casing that looks like a, a little fly lure box kind of thing. Steven is showing me a picture. It's very, very cool. Very small. Yeah, very small. So you could put salt pills. Salt pills. Yeah. You could put uh, other item, maybe some uh, noon tablets in there. Yeah, noon tablets. Yeah, any of yeah. that kind of stuff. I think it's pronounced noon. Yeah. Noon. Yes. Yes. When do you take them, though? Uh, right in the middle of the day. Yeah. So yeah. right about, would it be high? Noon. High noon. Right. Exactly. So so the good news is, Jeff, is you can get this on Amazon, and I'm sure we'll put a list in the show notes and that kind of stuff. But the price point is $5.97. So we, we kind of joked about the popo pulling you over with a Ziploc. What yeah. about pulling you over with a tackle box full of pills <laughs> well it's not a tackle box it's 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 a case oh okay yeah okay. so it's not a tackle box but but in all sincerity like i would go in my bag and have to rifle around for this you know kind of thing and, and now I, it's 
it's it's right there and you, you know you can you can share with friends you know <laughs> or, or whatever so vitamins yeah yeah we, we had a friend we used to run with and she was opposed to taking any kind of like advil and after one of her first 50ks she was taking advil like vitamin a you know yeah, kind of thing so yeah so and all kidding aside this has been really helpful it's like i don't know if you have like a gear bag you know that you kind of put in it just always stays in there so if i ever need it, it it's right there and it's available. It's like a little first aid kit. A little first aid kit, five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if you can beat that, Steve. That's number. There's there's five more to go. There's five more to go. Man. Yeah. What's number two? Okay, so number two is something that we all need, and I think we've talked about this before, but not this specific one. But you and I, a couple of weekends ago, we started running on a group run, and it's really early in the mornings, and so you know, having a good headlamp you know, was kind of a requirement. Um, and guess who didn't have one? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys uh, three guesses, and the first two don't count out of out of these two individuals talking right now. Guess who? Yeah, showed up for a dark morning <laughs> run without a headlamp. Yeah, we're talking like six a.m., six thirty, like no lights on. No light. Uh, that would be the Clydesdale. Yes, the Clydesdale showed up, but there is a company that has a headlamp, and the reason why I wanted to bring up Jeff is it's just such a sturdy little headlamp and it does perfect for that and i keep it in my bag as well and it's a company called biolite and they make headlamps they make a whole bunch of different things but this one is a biolite headlamp i think this is only about 400 lumens but what i love about it is a couple of things one it's very lightweight and it's very comfortable. I don't feel like I'm wearing like a retainer, you know, on my on my head. Like a headache. Yeah, exactly. And you can put it over like I was wearing mine. I put my hat on backwards, you know, and, and had that on. It's very lightweight. And when I didn't need it, I could just throw it in my pocket, basically. It doesn't take batteries, so it's fully rechargeable. Oh. And it has just simple functions on it. Like it's on, off. And then you, when you hold it, it just does very different levels of brightness. And so for this, when we're, when we're going with our running club and our community, I really like it. It comes in three different colors and it's just a really good headlamp. I actually even accidentally one time, I accidentally washed it. Didn't mean to. It was in my pocket and I washed it and it still worked basically. So it's helped to that test. It's it's about what you would think for for a headlamp. It's forty nine ninety five. You can find it at REI or just about any place. But BioLite they they do some really good ethically sourced materials. They're environmentally conscious. It's just a good everyday headlamp that I'm going to get you one because Ooh, you, you, you definitely I clearly need one. Yeah, you clearly need one. So I, I have a question about yeah. it. So it's a lighter and it's not a big lumen, so it probably no. doesn't take a lot of energy. Is it perfect for that? Early morning run where it's going to lighten up. Yes. So it's probably not the right headlamp for running through the night, all night. But for the kind of that lighter use, it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And and again, it's, it, like to your point, it's not meant to be like a spotlight kind of thing. Like on this in particular morning, you and I had met up and and I think we've done before. Like we're, I, I, I went and ran a little bit and then we joined up kind of thing. And it, it lasted the whole you know, the, the, the energy and, and having enough power and light, it, it totally, you know, went two rounds of running and, and, and no problem at all. For a couple but, hours. Yeah, exactly. So something like that, it's, it's a really good light. I've used it for many years. I just highly recommend it. And it would maybe think about that for, for this episode. So, yeah. And my wife is uh, crocheting downstairs <laughs> with a headlamp on. Oh, really? <laughs> so you could probably use it for crocheting uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. If you're, and if you combine the sports of ultra running and crocheting, that's something else. That that is something. This headlamp will even take care of that for you. <laughs> or as they Perfect. say in Europe, a torch. Yes, good. A good lightweight kind of light use torch that every trail runner should have because there's just mornings that you need them. Yeah. Or Evenings as the sun goes down. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Just throw it in your gear bag. It's always there and it, it's ready to go. It's charged up. $49. That's number two. Item number three. I can't, I can't believe we have one, two, three, four more. Yeah, this is exciting. Okay, so this is a new one, Jeff. It's a little bit different. So this was a problem to solve, basically. So I don't know about you, but when I get done running, I usually have to change like shirts and that kind of stuff. Usually my socks are soaked. 
My shirt is soaked. Usually I've got to put something on, one, to drive home, but two, it's just like I don't like sitting in, in soaked socks and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I don't sweat very much, Stephen, so I don't, <laughs> I don't have this problem. Yeah. Uh, Jeff is what we call a sweater. I'm a free... I give out sweat for free. You are free range roaming sweater. So you, much. You are free to sweat. But, you know, when I get done, you know, but between my socks, my hat, my shirt, sometimes it's our, you know, our hydration vest. It's just all it's like, wet and heavy. Yeah. So what do you do with that? You know, you just do you throw it back in your gear bag? You just throw it in the back of your truck. You know, it's like there's a difficult problem. Exactly. So I was like, well. I want to change this. I don't, I'm not satisfied with it because what I usually do is throw it in the bottom of my truck or I'll throw it in in the back of my, my truck or somewhere, but then I got to go find it. And And if you forget about it, hello. Well, that's exactly what happened. This is, this is what to your point. So I was like, well, great. You know, I went to pull out my socks and here's these crusty wet socks that I had in there and I forgot about this. So anyway, I'm like, I'm tired of this, Jeff. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. So I went online and, of course, did my research, consulted with the data scientist again. We we punched through a few things. Uh, we used chat GPT. And so what I found is there is this um, smaller basically like laundry bag. So you guys remember like sports bags that just had like that bag where you could pick up all the soccer balls or all the, the drawstring on it. Drawstring. Yeah, exactly. Well, they actually have them Whoa. Uh, that it's, it's really like only it's, it's only like eight inches by 12 inches basically. And it is absolutely perfect, Jeff, because you can put your sweaty socks in there. You can put your hat, you can put whatever you're changing out of and it puts in this bag and I can literally just throw that in the washing machine or at least it just like it, it is. Yeah, just like it is. Holy or, mackerel. But it's 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 like one of those big, big, you know what, laundry bags, but, but just small, but small. Right. Exactly. And so this comes in a two pack. Oh, my gosh. So I keep one in the truck and I keep one in my gear bag. And now when we get done running, I just put my hat my hydration vest, my socks, everything's sweaty and nasty. You know, sometimes our socks are just got dirt and that kind of stuff. Put them in this little bag and I've got another one and you just swap Switch them out. Switch it out. Yeah. So what does it cost for a two-pack? Two-pack is $6.99. Oh, what value? You are dishing out value left and right. I know. Usually I'm like a high roller, but I've changed my ways sometimes. Try to spend a little bit less money, but but that's one. So Can yeah. I ask you a question? Please. So do you wash your hats? I do. See, when you said throw your hat in there and wash it, I thought, I don't know if I've ever washed my hats. <laughs> And they're nasty. Yeah, they can be, especially when they start looking like, you know, the outer rim of, of a salt lick thing with all of that. <laughs> all mine look like that. Yeah, exactly. So, so you can wash them? Yeah, you can totally wash them. Oh, my gosh. This is next level type of information. Right, exactly. The machine learning that's happening right now, Stephen? Yes. It's incredible. The large language model is being exploded right now. So. <laughs> Wow. So that was number, was that four? That was number three. Number th- We have yeah, three more to yeah, go? We got to pick it up. Holy yeah. Cow. Okay. So we talked about the container for salt pills and, you know, Advil and that kind of stuff. The headlamp, the mesh bag. This is one that has been a new favor of mine is what you just talked about, Jeff. It's a new hat. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, a new hat. Yeah. Now, the problem is this hat you probably won't like, but I like this hat so much, I actually bought three of them. <laughs> three of them. Three of them. Yeah. So... Unlike you, Jeff, I like a good tight fitting hat. And I just have a big noggin. Yeah. That's and, my problem. Yeah. And and this one unfortunately is a one size fit all. Yeah, kind of it's thing. not gonna fit the clouds. Yeah, up. it's not gonna be good for I got that. a horse head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but not in the mafia sense. Not not in the godfather. <laughs> no, no, no. More yeah. of the right. head, move your head. Yeah. You're like the more of the Sputnik size. The Sputnik. Yeah. Like an orange on a toothpick. So this is a salmon hat. It's called the cross. And it is a very lightweight hat that is kind of form-fitting to, to your head, but it has a really nice inner headband. So like really stops the sweat kind of thing. 
And then the back way to adjust that is really, really cool. It fits, it, it has an elasticity to it, but you can also kind of pull the back of it. And this, I've, I I bought one of them, Jeff, and I liked it so much that I, I actually bought another one and then another one because they come in a whole bunch of different colors. Of course, things have to match. Oh, they have to match. Yeah. I can see a picture of this. Dude. Yeah. Let's so see what this looks it's, like. a, it's a great hat. Like I said, it's probably one that you're not going to like, but interesting. it has side panels for like ventilation, but it, it's just a great hat. And ladies, it's unisex. There you go. So uh, they actually show some of the some of the images and the models that have ponytails. I do not have a ponytail, but guy or girl, if you have a ponytail, it's very conducive to that. But it has this elastic kind of stretch oh, yeah. kind of thing in the yeah. back, and it, it is it is fantastic. It's lightweight. And to your earlier point, Jeff, you can wash it and you can throw it in. It and it's very 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 lightweight. So it's called the Solomon the Solomon Cross. Cross. Yeah, and they're twenty five bucks. They're highly rated. Uh, you can get them on Solomon. Uh, they come in about let's see about nine different colors. Okay. Yeah. And it's just a really good hat. Like I said, I liked them so much. I, I bought a few of them and I keep them in my bag and they're perfect UV, all that kind of good stuff. So I'm going to try one on next time we run. Yes. See if, see if it, I, don't, I doubt it will fit my melon, but right. you never know. You never know. You yeah. never know. It could be, it'd be like one of those things, like it could be like spanks for your head. Like it could just. <laughs> It'll spanks my head. All yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can have that there. So the Solomon cross hat, I've grown to really, really love and like, and so much that I bought a couple of them. So very cool. That's, that's item number four. We have a number, item number five. Right, number five is, let's see this, Jeff. So, we have the bonus item. So this one's kind of interesting. It's not necessarily a gear item. It's just more of an idea. And as many people know, Jeff, I know you talked about a couple episodes ago, we're going to be doing Black Canyon, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, we are. we've got a whole crew going down for this. I think I should know another buddy who might be joining us. Anyway, oh, sweet. Yeah. So um, I wanted to do something or to kind of not necessarily keep me motivated, but just to kind of like, hey, this is really focusing. I really want to do well at this race. I really want to train hard for this race. And and how how can I keep this in front of me and that kind of stuff. And so there's a company that creates temporary tattoos. This is super cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So this company creates temporary tattoos. You can get any of their tattoos that they have. They have a whole curated list of a whole bunch of tattoos. But what's really cool, and for no extra cost, you can have custom ones made. And you don't have to be a graphic designer. You don't have to do anything. So what I did is I took the the logo. I, I borrowed the logo off of uh, Era Vipa's. Thank um, you, Jamil. Yeah. After, after off of his, his website, I threw it into this company, and you can call it. You can have all kinds of different sizes, and they will create this temporary tattoo. And I say temporary. It's not like the kind you get at your kid's carnival that, you know, rubs off rubs in a couple of, by the night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's and not the bathtub. Yeah. And it's not the kind you guys have seen where it's like a thin layer of plastic that's on your skin and, you know, it can't breathe. Like there's this really cool ink technology where you put it on wherever you're going to put it, basically. And you, you put it on there for like an hour and then you peel it off, basically. And it hears itself to you. And this tattoo lasts for about three weeks, Jeff. Like, wow. like you can like I run with it, sweat it, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so the idea, Jeff, was that, hey, I really want to stay focused. So I took the logo of Black Canyon, sent it off to this company, created this temporary tattoo and ordered a whole bunch of them. And I put it on my on my ankle. So every time I put my socks on where I'm going to work or going for a workout or run, I'm putting it, you know, it doesn't, doesn't cover up that to, tattoo, but it reminds me like, hey, when you're lacing up, you, don't forget this workout. Like we were talking about a couple episodes, like give it your all, like put a good attitude in it, you know, and, and really keeping that reminder in front of you, Jeff, you know, yep, it's like yep. that motivation. And then there's also this kind of like accountability factor, right? Because people are like, what's that on your leg? And of course I went to lunch with a friend and he was like, what's that on your leg? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm doing this race. He's like, you're nuts. I'm like, that's okay. But I <laughs> went to that before. Yeah, exactly. I heard that before. But then I went to orange theory. This is really cool. I, I think I should have started with you. I went to orange theory. I do that several times a week. And, and this guy's like, Hey, I saw you on Strava and you, you know, tell me about this tattoo thing. So I showed him my tattoo. And again, it's, you, you can t- clearly see it. It's on my, it's on my ankle. And these people that were, that I work out with on a regular basis, my, my Orange Theory community, they were like, 
that's really cool. And so they're like, when's your race? And they're like, you know, how long is it? And it's like six kilometers. Like you're crazy. But they're like, well, do you have any more of those tattoos? And I was like, well, yeah. Why? They're like, well, we'd like to wear them to kind of support you in it. You know, super cool. Yeah. So the company is is really cool. It's called um, Inkbox, and it's inkbox.com. You can create just about any tattoo for anything that you want. And um, it's a good way to, like, if you have a race or a goal or maybe a time, I mean, these can be really small. They can be really big. You can put them anywhere. You can even see a rendering of how that's going to look on your body. And they last about, you know, two to three weeks, depending on where you put it. And uh, it's just kind of, I thought it was kind of a fun idea. So yeah. I ordered several of these. I'm going to have this on my ankle. And it, and uh, the goal of it, of, you know, having that accountability, like when I'm strapping up, you know, getting ready to run and kind of staring at that yeah. as I'm putting on my shoes. And then people asking about it is there. So I thought it was kind of a fun idea. I, I can see all kinds of applications, the ones you, you mentioned for sure. And maybe if you said, hey, I really need to focus on fill in the blank for the next two weeks. Yeah. Get a tattoo, put it on. Really, like, if I'm trying to eat clean or, right, like, fast from social media or just little reminders. Yeah. Just a cool thing. And then I think also, and I'm, this is maybe where they started this company, people that, like, hey, I think I want a tattoo. Right. <laughs> but I'm not ready to put it permanently on. Right. Let's see if I like it. Right, yeah. So you can get it and put it on and see if you like it. And if you do, you can get the permanent version. Yep. I love it. Yeah, I had actually a friend, a quick story on this, not to go too long on it, but her mom had passed away of cancer. And she saw my tattoo, not this one, but a different one. And she's like, what is that? And I said, well, it's a little phrase. And I, this one I had on my wrist. I said it really wanted to keep me motivated for a few things. And it was meaningful to me, you know, and it was in different language. And she's like, oh, that's really, really cool. And then about a week later, she came back to me. And, and this is a lady that works for me. And she goes, I have this, my mom's name started with an L. I won't give it too much personal information. And the way she signed her name, I really think the L is really pretty. She's like, would you be willing to to, to take that and, and get one of those tattoos? And I was like, totally, because I know a little bit of Photoshop and a little Illustrator. So I was able to recreate that L of her mom's signature. And she put it right you know, below her thumb and to your point, exactly, Jeff, she had that on there for, you know, she bought several of them and had it on there. And it was real meaningful, you know, the time of year when her mom passed away and that kind of stuff. And she liked it so much that she went and got a tattoo and it looks gorgeous on her. Yeah. It's really pretty and elegant and tasteful, but she wasn't quite sure. Yeah. And so, and now she has it on there and it's like, yeah, so it's, it's, it's good it. for motivation. So that's a good one. And how much do these cost, Stephen? They range, like they're not expensive at all, like 25 bucks. It all just depends on how many of them you order, Got you it. know, kind of thing, but Very different cool. sizes, shapes, whatever you want to do. Inkbox. Inkbox.com. That's number five. You got a bonus for us. Bonus one, Jeff. You know this one. I love this one too. I love all of them, but I love this one because I've used this. You've used this too. So, you know, Texas is here. It's really hot. When we run a lot, we get a lot of dust and that kind of stuff. And especially afterwards, it just gets really hot. You want to kind of cool off. We were talking about sweaty gear and that kind of stuff. And so I was searching around like, hey, you know, sometimes you and I, like we'll go out afterwards, we'll have to meet somebody and you don't really have time to go home and change. And so I found this this thing. It's really kind of cool. It's called the Hilo Pressure Shower. And it's it's by a company that maybe you guys know called Nemo. So we finally found it. We found Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) P. Sherman. Okay. Anyway, I won't go into find Nemo jokes. But anyway, it's by Nemo. They're an outdoor brand. They have a kind of stuff. And what it is, Jeff, it's like it, it looks like the size of a small duffel bag. And it has an opening. You fill it with water. And it has these little legs on it, basically. And you fill it with water. You just throw it in your truck, your car. And whenever you get to the event... There is this little pump that you kind of put your foot down. You pump it, pump it, pump it. Little pedal. Yep. Little pedal that you pump up kind of stuff. It pressurizes this duffel bag looking like thing. And again, this is, you know, it's it's not massive at all. It's just, you know, just like I think it's um, about uh, three gallons. And basically it holds like five to seven minutes of pressure and you can keep on pumping it. It has this little spray attachment that looks like something you'd wash your dishes, your dishes with. with yeah. 
And you can just spray off your shoes, spray off you. Like many of us, like after races, like you and I, we just ran this race. It was really hot. It was on this farm. We had dust everywhere. Like, you know, I get that salt in your, Mm -hmm. and the sides of your eye and your nose and, you know, and stuff. And you can just take this and just spray off your head and your arms and your legs. You feel like a new man or a new woman after you have this. And again, you don't have to take a full on out shower. You can you know, keep everything on. You could. Yeah, you could. You I mean, could. there's enough pressure in this thing. And yeah. again, it's just three gallons and it's amazing. I feel like for trail runners, this is almost required gear. It, it really is. Because like you said, so we went to the, it was the... Six zero half marathon. Right, it's on a ranch. It's and on a ranch. It was dusty. It was hot. hot. And here's the thing: it's out in Cleburne, so it's out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And right. I'm I'm gonna hop in my car after this race, yeah, and drive three and a half hours to College Station yep. to go to a football game. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, hey, I've got this thing, and man, I I was able to spray off and my feet and my head and like take a little mini shower. Yeah dry off and put new clothes on. And I feel like a new man. Like you said, it was amazing. Yeah. It's great. Cause then like even there's enough pressure, Jeff, where you can spray off your shoes. Yep. And the cool thing is that because of the way it's made, it's made out of this kind of like rubber and that kind of stuff. It, it, it folds down basically into the size of my hand, you know, and, and not that you can see my hand, but Average size, picture a hand, an average size <laughs> male hand, and maybe it's you know like three or four inches tall, and it has this little you know little little pouch you put it in, and it is amazing. Like I've used this all summer long I'm at several races, especially with races, we just pack it up, fill it with water, and when you get there, you pump it up, and it takes like. 10 pumps and you're done and you can use it and you used it. Yeah. You Hayden know, used Hayden it. used it. I used it. You know, people don't even know we're using yeah, it afterwards. Yeah, next to us. You know, it's not like you're going to spray off your car with it, but I mean, it is perfect. And if you, any of you guys go camping or maybe you do overlanding and that kind of stuff, I mean, this thing is so cool. It's so well-made. I cannot highly, highly recommend it enough, basically. I don't think it's something you just use for races. I think you could use it every time you go for a trail run. Yeah, totally. You get back in your car and you're always dirty and, uh, you know, you lay out the towel. Yeah. So you don't get your car all messed up. Yeah. I would, I think I would, use, I'm going to get one of these, by the way. I, I think I would use it pretty much anytime I do a longer run. Yeah. Well, in a lot of races we do, you know, they're two or three hours away. Sometimes they're not long enough to spend the night. And like you said, we, we go out to brunch afterwards. We yeah. hang out. It's like, just spraying off, you feel like a million bucks. Yeah. You know, like it, like it literally was like so refreshing. So it's called the Hilo, and that is spelled H E L I O. They have two different models of it. This is the smaller, more compact one. But you know, honestly, I've been doing this since the early summer, and it's got about two point nine gallons. I've never never run out of you know water for this, and we all shared it last time, and still had plenty of leftover. It's not super expensive. It's anywhere. It's like around 120 bucks. Again, you can get it directly from from NemoEquipment.com. You can get it on Amazon, REI, all those kind of outlets. It's just fantastic. Like you said, I I think this needs to be a part of everybody's everybody's gear bag. Absolutely. Well, Stephen, that is five plus a bonus. I mean, that's the kind of value we bring here, the Big Ass Winter Podcast. Everything from six bucks to 120. Yeah. Everything in between. Yeah. We will, as Stephen said, we will put these all in the show notes, links to the Amazon or wherever they, you can find these. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Let us know what you think of these. Stephen, thanks so much for bringing this amazing service to the Big Ass Runner. It's just part of being the community. There you go. There is Stephen's new ass stuff. Have you given the Big Ass Runner a written review on Apple Podcasts? If the answer is no, then you should do it immediately. Regardless of where you listen to this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts. Usually you've got it on your phone or your Mac, your MacBook Pro, and give us a written review. A five-star would be awesome, but whatever you think we deserve, we would love for you to do that. It helps people find the show. The data scientists tell me there's 
algorithms and data tables and all kinds of things at play. So please give us a written review on Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate it. And as a bonus, I will read it here on the show. You get to be on the Big Ass Runner, and we'd love to have you on here. So please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stephen, one of the things we've been doing in October is sharing some scary stories. Two weeks ago, we had Ashley sharing her scary story about getting caught on top of the mountain. Yeah, and then last week, we actually had our story with a stampede of death. Yes, oh my gosh, the horses that wanted to run us right over. Yeah, maybe there weren't 15. Maybe it was more like four or five, but it still it seemed felt like, like 20 a, to me. Yeah, it, it really was. And so, Jeff, this week, we're wrapping up our series on that. And this one really is, I think, legitimately scary. At least it really was for us. I can honestly say this was the most scared I've ever been on a trail. And it was just so odd too. You know, it's just bizarre. Sometimes you think about things and it's like, that will never happen. And it's like, sure enough. Sure enough, it did. Well, buckle up. Here is our scary story. So, Stephen, I think to set up the scene, we need to tell the listeners a little bit about the time of day, the environment that we're in. Some of those details are, I think, are super important. Just like we've kind of happened to talk about a lot, Jeff and I do a lot of training together, and we we usually kind of just run separately, you know, most of the time during the week and on the weekends together and do some of our longer runs. This one was more in the winter time. And there is a trail that's by our our area and part of it, just a short part of it, it's paved. It's by a, a big community park. So it, it kind of, you park at this gas station, you kind of go into this park and it's kind of by like an old creek. And then once you keep on going, it gets into kind of like crushed granite. And then you can go for a long ways. Like, what is it? Probably like another. I think it's a 10 mile trail or ten, yeah. is that right? Or five, five, because five each way. Yeah, five it's each 10 way. total. Yep. So exactly. So we were getting ready to do a long run. Jeff, it was the winter time. It's cold outside. Yep. And many of you guys know too, when it's, you got to get up early to get some of your runs in, it's still pretty, pretty dark. It was pitch black. Because I remember. Yeah. And I think we actually had to wear our headlamps, you know, that time. And that's kind of weird. If you've never run at nighttime or use a headlamp, there's some adjustments, right? It's just you, you, you have to look down a little bit more. You got to be careful. And if I remember correctly, Jeff, this this time it was pretty cold and then it was really foggy, wasn't it? Was, it? it was foggy. And that just added to the creepiness. I'll add a little bit about this park. You park at a gas station and you walk down a hill mm -hmm. into this kind of plateau area. And it's just, it's by a creek. It's kind of creepy anyway. Yeah. And there's woods all surrounding it's it. It's wooded. And then there's the lake that you run around. And that's kind of creepy too, because there's things popping out all, you know, every once in a while. Yeah. And then there's this big creek that goes through the middle of it. So you, you're, you're cold, it's dark, and then you're hearing the noise of the creek and then the wind. And there's all of these trees around so, and then, you know, it's like when you're in the woods, you hear stuff and it's like, well, is that a squirrel? Is it the creek? Is it just wind? Or is it something that's going to kill me? Right, exactly. <laughs> Not sure. Yeah, exactly. If you were to write a script, Jeff, for maybe like a horror movie, yep. I think this... <laughs> This, morning, this was the setting. This literally was the setting of it. And, you know, normally when you're running, you don't think twice. And I think what was really interesting about this is this was right at the very beginning. So it's like you're just getting started. You're just getting your legs warmed up. I don't know about you guys, but usually when I'm running the cold, it takes a mile before I feel like I'm not just plopping my legs. They feel like cement. I got to get warmed up. You know, it's it's 
running tight weather, you're all kind of bundled up, your breathing's not right. So you're not really thinking about a whole lot of stuff other than just getting warm. And I remember because of the fog, the headlamps bounced off the fog and creating sort of this glow. And so you couldn't really see farther than maybe just a few feet in front of you. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty wet. It's that effect where it's just brighter. It's like having your high beams on when you're driving, but yeah, right in front of you. Yep. So we know it's dark. We're very familiar with the area, but to your point, you can't see more than a couple feet in front of you. Yep. So we're kind of creeped out anyway. Yeah. If you, if there was a sound track going on it would probably sound like this a little jason you know maybe friday the 13th yeah feeling i feel like this was a little bit after halloween so maybe we had that in our mind anyway so there was just a little bit of a creepiness going on in addition to the weather the temperature you're running at nighttime the headlamps you're just already at unease your body's already tense because it's cold and you're not warmed up yet i think all roads and leads to this is just a weird run to start off with and i think the other thing to point out is there's no one around yeah there's no other runners this isn't a highly frequent running area for runners it's more of a park right and this is early i mean like yeah early early 5 30 a.m maybe yeah i don't think the lamps had come on for the street i think we were no. supposed to be turning them on for the yeah. city so yeah they left it at us. <laughs> there was there was nothing on whatsoever i mean yeah. yeah yeah so nobody out there this this park leads to a trail that runs around this lake and so we we don't expect to see anybody right and then, Stephen, all of a sudden, we hear it. Okay, well, it wasn't actually that, but it was this. What the flip is that? If it weren't bad enough just to hear some noise, the fact that you heard it correctly. What do you hear when you hear horror movies and ghosts? It's chains. You hear yes, chains. Exactly. It's, it's always chains. And so what do we hear right in the setting? Rattling chains. Let's, let's play it one more time because I think you just got to get, you got to get the feeling that we had. Here's what we heard. Now, if that's not creepy, <laughs> I don't know what is. Because it's hard to explain. Right. So imagine this. So you have that feeling. You're already kind of creeped out. You're tense. You can't see anything. And then all of a sudden you hear that noise. So at this point in time, Jeff and I are like, okay, this is legitimately weird. But it gets even scarier after that. So we start hearing this. And again, our headlamps are on. I can see Jeff, he can see me, and that's the extent of it. Yep. But we have no earthly idea where this is coming from. And we're looking at each other like, did you hear that? Did I, he I hear that? And then when it's just repeating over and over and over again, then it got really creepy. And we couldn't figure out in our minds, what what is the sound other than someone's going to kill us? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing we could think of. We think it's not a ghost. No. No, because, you know, may maybe not. Where are these chains coming from? Right. We're searching frantically. We're trying to get our run. We don't really know where this is coming from. We just hear it. So we don't know. Is it in front of us? Is it to the side of us? Is it behind us? And honestly, I didn't know how close it was or not. Knowing that you can't see well, knowing that where it's coming and that noise is just getting louder and louder. And I think Jeff, to me too, it's like anything else. The fact that there was just that repetition, that the synchronization and the repetitiveness of it. One was like, oh, okay, it's no big deal. Let's yeah. keep on going. What was that? I don't know. Let's keep going. Yeah, exactly. You could just pass it off, right? Yep. This one, you could not pass it off. It was perfectly in sync. And getting louder. And getting louder. So we finally look around and off in the distance, we see this kind of silhouette. It's really hard to see. I'm not so sure I want to turn off my headlamp because it's the only marker that we're actually alive. That's right. <laughs> and it's not pointing up. We haven't fallen down or we haven't been, you know, taken away anywhere. We but we see a we see a shape. Yeah, we see this shape and it again, it's it's a form 
we can't really make it out. It's it's this form. It's it's a shadow, but it's a deeper, richer looking shadow than just what we're seeing against like new moonlight or whatever light was out there. There's this person to this day, Jeff. I don't know if it was male, female. No, I did no idea. We really seriously have no idea. Yeah, I, all we could make out was a silhouette. There's this person. We'll say Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> or Jason. <laughs> or Jason. <laughs> and they are just hitting this this chain just over and over again. And what we realized in that moment that we had forgotten was there is a Frisbee golf course yeah. in this park. Yeah. And each of the Frisbee, if you don't, don't know much about Frisbee golf, the holes are basically a pole and a big basket with chains connected. Right. To let you know if you've hit the hole or not. Right, exactly. So we realized that, but that didn't make it any better. Well, because the one thing I know about Frisbee golf, and I don't know a lot, <laughs> is you usually play when there's light. You play it during the daytime. Yeah, when you can actually see. You play with people. Yes. You don't play at 5.30 in the morning in the fog, in the pitch black, and he had he or she had no lights. Yeah, it's pitch dark. You you could not you you probably could have literally run right into them and never have seen them. Like yeah. they were probably could have been. I mean, I'm without exaggerate. They probably could have been three feet from us, and we would have never known except for the creepy chain noise. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah. So we, I remember we looked at each other, and I, I remember the the you know how the hair stands up on the back of your neck. It legitimately did. Both of us. Both of us just like, oh my gosh. That's a person yeah. throwing a Frisbee into this basket over and over in the pitch black, 5.30 a.m. What the heck is going on? And you know what was really creepy for me is that person, that silhouette, they didn't move. No, it wasn't like didn't they recognize were, us? Yeah, it, it, they didn't, like if there was a head turn or like, oh, excuse me, or I just wanted to hear what it's, I mean- there was no rhyme, or, but they were so still. Yeah. It's, it was creepy still. Yeah. Like, you know, like weird, creepy, psycho still. Still where you can't explain. Right. Why, why are you so still? Right. <laughs> so bizarre. Are you breathing? We know you are because you're hitting these chains repetitively over and over and over again. And not a head turn, nothing. So legitimately, I don't get scared that often. But this one, like to your point, Jeff, the hair on my back stood up and I, I was just like, this is one of those things like we talked about the other week, like, okay, are we going to, I don't want to die today. <laughs> Decided, yeah. Like the, like, like the guy with the mountain lion, I don't want to die today. And it was just one of those things you couldn't explain it. Right. Like you said, it made the hair stand up on your neck and you're just like, I'm not sure what I should do right now. Right. And as runners, it's not like you're carrying around a, a sword or a gun or a rock or a stick. I mean, we got our garments and that's about it. I'm going to throw my Garmin. I mean, it did save me from a dog one time, that's true. but I mean, what is it going to tell me how fast I was like, and shoes are soft. That's like, you know, hitting somebody with a marshmallow. This was generally, so I think you and I just decided, you know what, this is a good time to see what our 400 meter dash time is. <laughs> I just remember we just we didn't know what else to do but keep going right past this thing person maybe it was a ghost it could have been a ghost I don't know we to this day honestly I do not know I don't know if it was a guy girl if it was what it, what it was but yeah. Freddie or Jason was ultra creepy so we book it I mean we yeah. book it I and I remember like. <laughs> <laughs> almost having a sore neck because we just kept on going because the only hope was to either to outrun it or to find some place where there was, you know, like a lamppost or something, a parking light, just something so we could actually see what it was or see if it was coming at us. So we're running as fast as we can, but kind of looking over a shoulder, you know, and I'm not an owl, so I can't turn my neck around. So we're like halfway Try not to run into something, but also trying to see where this thing is. This is this thing chasing us? Is it chasing us? And do we hear some kind of... Is there a chainsaw about to start up? Yeah, Who exactly. Knows? Oh, it was so scary. Legitimately, probably the scariest running experience I've had just because of how bizarre it was. It was yeah. so 
psycho bizarre weird. Yes. Because there's yes. no explanation to your point. Well, I think, Stephen, to wrap this up, it made us realize, I thought, you know, as scary as that was, had I not been out there with you, with, you know, another person, I think I might have had a heart attack. I, who knows? I would have freaked out. Yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like when you're when you're running with somebody, not only is it good for conversation, it's good to talk about things and, you know, pace each other, push each other, but just even for for safety and protection, it's just super important. The camaraderie too. Yeah, exactly. Shared stories like we have. Right. And we've got a lot of them. With the psycho frisbee thrower. So lesson is, do not run in a frisbee park early in the morning (laughs) because you never know who's going to be out there. And that, Stephen, is the third of our series on scary stories. Well, Stephen, one of the things we love to do is to give shout outs and kudos. And I think today, Stephen, we're going out to the West Coast. We are. And we have a new follower just recently to the big ass running community, which we formally call as the herd. The herd. The herd. And we want to give a shout out to Timothy J.A. Bell, number two on Instagram. Um, We ran into him and he started listening to the podcast. What I love about JT is he is a former Texan, went to North Carolina and now is in Oregon. And I am more than slightly jealous. He's new to Oregon, but he is discovering some of the amazing trails out there in the Portland area. It's a beautiful area. It really is. I mean, if you guys have never run out there, you totally should have an opportunity to. It is absolutely gorgeous. They have like ferns and leaves bigger than my what? face. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> they have things called trees, Jeff. I don't know. We don't. You can have hide those. behind them to do your business. That's right. Like we learned from Scotty's story. So TJ, we just want to say thanks for the follow. We hope you're enjoying the trails out there in Oregon and keep up the hard work. Way to go, TJ. Steve, you know, a big part of trail running is music. We like to talk about music on this show quite a bit. Yeah, and I've come to learn that a lot of people actually like it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do like it. We like it a lot. Steven's learning. You guys have heard some of our segments with Timmy Time, but we do talk about music a lot on this show. We're going to talk about a band today that is causing some problems. Yeah, this is even a band that I know about, believe it or not. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, and I happen to know firsthand that a lot of runners really don't like this band. It's always something that's that's out there, and just a lot of runners have, have, have issues with this band. Nickelback? Well, uh, yeah, it could be Nickelback. Um, Matchbox 20? Yeah, I think I think those are all ones that I think... Coldplay? Runners- have you heard of any of these? <laughs> Um, I have heard of of cold. Is that what you kind of put ice on after you run? Cold play. It's kind of a play. You make sure it's cold. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Your your knee swelling. You do a cold play. Right. Is there a hot play or like if there if you want there to be? Yeah. No, I I don't know those bands, Jeff. But um, (laughs) but this this band, I I think all runners unanimously probably just dislike. Okay. And what's this band called? This is the IT band, Jeff. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. So I see what you did there. We have a segment we like to call Steven's New Ass Stuff. Uh oh. Okay. So you got something new. I have something new, Jeff. Shocking. That is a shocking revelation, people. And Jeff, you know that I hate keeping up on the, all the latest gear and stuff, but <laughs> it's, it's a burden that you bear. It is a burden. It is a service. You know, some people serve in other ways, and I serve <laughs> by spending my money. Yep. Hopefully, my wife's not listening. Um, uh, yeah, she is. But whoops, whoops. and and really try to help out. So we have a segment called Stephen's New Ass Stuff, and we want to talk about something that will help you get over your hate of the infamous. IT band. IT band. What is it, Stephen? Tell us about it. All right. Well, this week, Jeff, we actually have something that is called the Theragun Mini. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of things have been coming up in the last, I don't know, two or three years. And and it's these portable, I don't know what the word is uh, that they're called, but they're like portable massagers that you can get. And and one brand is called Theragun. I think now they're called Therabody. 
Yeah. Whoa, and went from a gun to a body? Yes, exactly. I wow. think it's, it's it's probably better. These things are really amazing. And again, they're not cheap. Surprisingly, Jeff, I don't know if you remember, but I had one of the first ones. Yeah, I'm shocked. Uh, yeah. I can't so, believe it. So it was one of these ones where you, you turn it on. And the one I had was, it was probably akin to like a, a, a portable <laughs> a drill. It looks like one of those things. But when you turn this thing on, it sounded like a jackhammer. Yeah, it was really loud. Jackhammer in your your hamstrings. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like it's breaking it apart. And so these devices usually are you know battery powered, and they have a, a little tip that's usually like a softer mid grade foam tip to them. Yep. And you turn it on, and this thing comes back and forth really really fast at a rapid pace. And then you can you can apply it to you know your your hip, your IT band, your quad and stuff. So I had one, uh, one of the original ones, and I liked it, but the problem is it was so stinking loud. Well, and it's also very expensive, aren't they? They are very expensive, yeah. And so I sold mine on uh, <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. Oh, that's a good that's a good place to sell stuff. Yeah, it was, and it was good. I mean, I didn't get all my money back, but I got some, but I got enough back to buy something new. Oh, boy. Yep. So Recycle. What, so what we want to talk about today is actually called the Theragun Mini, and this is a new improved version of of this it's kind of a go-to pocket size and it really helps improve the the quality of your muscle and and the treatment and i have no idea how it does that i'm not a scientist like, by a, like a little massage gun right yeah it's like a little massage gun yeah and you can angle it it looks like a guitar pick if you could kind of imagine that like okay. a like a triangle that actually has you know rounded corners it's rechargeable. But what I love about this, Jeff, is it fits right in the palm of your hand. So you can turn it on. There's different three different speeds. And then that good old IT band, I don't know about you. I don't stretch before I run. Uh, I don't stretch very much at all. It's, it's like terrible. That, it's like that thing where you go to the dentist and they ask you, have you been flossing? You're like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Sure I, I have. I always say, well, you should know. You were there the last time I floss. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I feel about stretching. Yeah. I just don't do it but this thing right before a run especially a race or right afterwards sometimes i'll just go home and turn that little sucker on and it's so quiet and then it just goes out there and goes back and forth and you can just rubbing up and down your leg your knee your back your shoulder and this thing is so quiet it, it just does a really good job especially all kidding aside on the it band which is so important having that loose and and flexible for for running is really really good and and you and i've tried other alternatives before right we did stretch lab mm-hmm. and stretch zone yeah places that you go and they'll actually stretch you which was great except it's pretty expensive yeah and they kind of strap you down to this yeah it's almost a little bit of torture yeah if you've seen some of those things from like maybe like medieval times yeah not the restaurant but the actual <laughs> you know historical era yeah it seems like they're kind of stretching you out and it was great but it to your point it's 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 kind of pricey and I also feel like it doesn't last that long I, I think stretching is not something like oh did it today good for a week right you know, like you, it's something you got to stay after and i feel like something like this i think a lot of people probably are familiar with the theragun the, the big one right but when you showed me this the other day i had never seen this mini version and to me it makes a lot of sense just how portable it is and how quiet it is i think the other thing all kidding aside jeff is i know i have a propensity to I know shockingly buy buy things, but I think the technology, the quietness of it, and then also the price has come down way way bit. So, so what, what does this one retail at? So, so it's still a little expensive. It, it's it's one ninety nine, but I do think in terms of stretching and and you know prevention and and just making sure that you're you've got the right IT band you know being stretched out in the right way, I, th- I think it's it's kind of worth it. So and it's much cheaper than going to those stretch places yeah as well. i think it was four you would you would go to the stretch lab four times and you would pay for the theragun mini yeah exactly so now you know it's pretty much paid for itself and we like it so much that richard our friend that we mentioned before in the podcast bought one i know some other people that we we've had um we had Kristen, our friend on a couple of weeks ago and she bought some for her cross-country team oh, so really? that's yeah. cool yeah well not for them but you yeah. know for the team and stuff well so. clearly we're sponsored by them aren't we for their gun yeah. absolutely not no yeah. we're no. not sponsored right by them we just you just like 
like the product. And I think that's one of the things, uh, Stephen, we want this podcast to be is when, when you discover things you think are good for, you know, the everyday runner, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll share those things. And this is one of them. Yeah. And it's, and uh, again, it's, it's something that we actually own and we use and we recommend it. Again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a, a sports therapist or those kind of things. I probably need one, but uh, <laughs> anyway, we really like this. It does a really good job. And I personally have seen a difference of just feeling more flexible and that kind of stuff. So. Will you post this to the Instagram highlight reel? I will do that and we'll put it in our highlights and uh, take a look at it and see if you like it. Well, there you go. There's Steven's new ass stuff, the Theragun Mini. What's the website? It is theragun.com. There you go. Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 176 of The Big Ass Runner. Thanks to everybody involved with this show, to Kim Endo Campbell for that awesome intro. Steven for joining us for Steven's new ass stuff and for the scary story. And please go write a written review for us on Apple Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. The trail tip of the week. Don't get too caught up in the gear. I know we just talked about Steven's new ass stuff and gear is fun. Don't get too caught up in the gear. Keep it simple. Get out there. Hit the trails. All you need is some shoes and probably some clothes. Get out there into those trails. Don't wait for the perfect time. Just get out there and get it done and have fun. Enjoy the beauty and the simplicity that is trail running. Well, with that, get out there, hit those trails. Keep running your asses off. With their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker 5. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin. My name is Jeff Harold. This is the trail. This is the Big Ass Runner trail running podcast. Yep. Little little pebble, pedal, pedal that you pump up kind of stuff. For something like that, especially, you know, as, as the time zones are changing and the daylight, you know, is, is giving it, the time zones aren't changing. The time zones change all the time. They, they don't tend the t- our time. Well, is it time? Daylight zone? savings. Daylight savings. Yes. Sorry. Um, uh, fact check there.